Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Think I've been sleeping on the gunshots. What's going on, Mr. Shots? And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room once again. Um, you know, late like regular. You know, I be trying to do these things on Sundays. And I should have did it yesterday because it was screw day. But I ain't even going to fuck with y'all. Like, I'm not even going to lie, dog. I ain't know what the fuck I was going to talk about. Um, you know, if y'all follow me on Instagram, you know, like I said, my personal page, at Uncle Dolomite. Uh, anybody looking to get into podcasting or any new podcasters who want to start doing video or just, you know, anybody who want to step your equipment up or, you know, just the way that you do your shit, like smooth out your workflow. Um, I did a little tutorial on my Instagram live, but I saved it to IGTV. So, you know, if you want to go check that out, you know, just to show you like what camera I use, what laptop I use, what mixer I use. You know how I set everything up You know just to make my workflow a lot smoother You know go check that motherfucker out man Share that shit with somebody who you know Does podcasting Eventually I'm gonna try to you know do one on YouTube Like that's a lot smoother But what I think I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like Hire somebody who does YouTube Like who you know actually knows how to edit You know knows transitions and angles And things of that nature Cause nigga I tried You know I gave it like Three takes And I was like Nigga this shit is gonna take me Like three or four days To get the whole shit done So A nigga just did a quick ass Run through on Instagram It probably took me like About 20 25 minutes of that shit I was actually You know Doing the tutorial And then if y'all know How my Instagram lives go That shit Morphed into some Whole nother shit Me chopping it up With other podcasters And you know, just talking about the the game of podcasting in general, you know, because like podcasting, it's a lot more than equipment. Like it's a lot more than just your fucking voice. You know, like it's more than just getting on these microphones and spilling your guts to motherfuckers every week or twice a week or, you know, however often that you do that shit. Like, nigga, most of this shit is promotion, you know, the look, the feel. Your show having a fucking identity You know like that's a, a, a big problem With a lot of people's podcasts And why they don't really go nowhere And why they can't retain listenership A lot of shows don't have no fucking identity You know like everybody thinks They can be a podcaster but That ain't the fucking case Everybody with a fucking microphone and a voice Ain't meant to do this shit You know like podcasting has become What rap is Like a lot of people see people do it Or they'll hear people do it and even like certain people who you'll hear and you might honestly in your own mind think I'm I can do better than that person 
or I can offer something different than that person. And sometimes it's true, but at the same time, nigga, you know, just like what I said, shit, I forgot what episode that was. But um, I was talking about why certain people succeed and other people don't succeed, even though the person who you see succeeding might not be as talented as you. But it's like you don't know what type of work these motherfuckers put in to be as successful as they are. Like there's a lot of people in podcasting who I honestly feel like I'm more talented than they are, but they're more successful to me. And it's because they doing something I'm not willing to do. That's the same just like with YouTube. Like I said earlier, dog. Like I tried to do that fucking YouTube video. Like nigga, you you gain a immense respect for something that a person does when you try to do it yourself. You know, like I talk about like Monday morning quarterbacks and people who like to sit on the sideline and talk shit about people who do stuff. Like um, the episode Mama's Cooking when I was talking about Kwame Brown and all the people who sit at home and say he's a whack basketball player, even though they ain't good enough to sniff the NBA. Like, nigga, you're not even good enough to go into the arena. You ain't good enough to be in the same arena as this nigga. But you saying he whack. Like, that's how I feel about a lot of shit. Like, when it came to me trying to do a YouTube video, like, of course, nigga, all my podcast episodes are available on YouTube. But, like, when you try to do, like, an actual YouTube video the way that the YouTubers do it, like, when you'll watch a YouTube tutorial and you probably in your own head, like, I could do that. Oh, I can show niggas how to do A, B, C, D, whatever the fuck you do very well. Nigga, no, I couldn't. Like, nigga, just the different takes and the different camera angles and the different way that they structure that shit, like, that shit is not as fucking easy as it looked, dog. They make YouTube look easy as fuck. But again, like I say all the time, like it takes a talent. It takes a very talented person to make something look like it's easy. That shit is not, nigga. Doing a YouTube video, like to the the level that the YouTubers that you watch do them. Like not just some regular ass, oh, I got me a motherfucking iPhone and I'm going to shoot a fucking video on my iPhone and it's going to be dope. No, I don't mean that. I mean the motherfuckers who be having the angles. You know, them niggas done investing in good cameras, good lighting, and all of that old shit. Nigga, that shit not easy, dog. I try to shoot that fucking tutorial. Nigga, just the hey guys part was fucking me up. Just getting the right camera angle and how it was supposed to look when I started the motherfucker. You know, my my introduction statement. You know, what I was going to cover first, what I was going to talk about. You know, how I was going to structure the whole shit. You know, just trying to keep the the time in a small fucking digestible size. Like, nigga, it was a lot, dog. Nigga, doing, nigga, whoever doing YouTube, nigga, shout out to y'all, dog. That 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 shit ain't motherfucking easy, my nigga. Like, doing YouTube, I got I, I've gained a new respect for YouTubers. Those niggas who do vlogs, niggas who do unboxing videos, people who do tutorials. Nigga, just like them niggas who do the little kid videos. Like, nigga, I got respect for all that shit because you a talented motherfucker. That that shit ain't fucking easy. Like, you know, I've heard people like they be talking about Logan Paul, like, you know, because of his little thing with Mayweather. And they like, oh, he's just a YouTuber. Ain't no just on that shit, nigga. I, I put respect on YouTuber's name now because that shit not fucking easy. What do you say? Nigga doing amazing shit with these phones, though. It comes down to a passion and patience. Exactly. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying, like, as far as your equipment. I'm not speaking down on nobody with, you know, minor equipment because I've seen motherfuckers shoot a whole movie on a fucking iPhone. 
I'm just talking about the talent that it takes to do all of that shit, the patience that it takes to do all of that shit. There's a talent involved in that. And I got, nigga, great respect for any motherfucker that does that because it ain't fucking easy. But, um, you know, what what I wanted to talk about today was, um, you know, strategic alliances. You know, um, I talked to DLP yesterday from the Man Cave podcast. You know, shout out to DLP, my nigga. You know, we was just talking about, like, the politics involved in this podcast shit. You know, like all the relationships and shit that you build and break amongst other podcasters. Like, you know, niggas is like it's a trip. Like any anything that you do within a group of people, you know, like I tell niggas, like that's what I consider to be politics, like gang politics, work politics, school politics. Like anytime, nigga, you within a group of people larger than 10 you know, there's going to be alliances. There's going to be, you know, secret beefs. Motherfuckers getting jealous of each other. Motherfuckers who don't like each other or shit. You know, and like I was telling them, like, you know, there's some motherfuckers in this podcast shit. Like me personally, everybody who know me know, nigga. Like, I fuck with everybody. Like, I don't have nobody who I don't like. And I don't even know if there's nobody who don't like me. If that be the case, you don't like me. Fuck you. Suck my dick. Personally, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Like, you ain't got to like me, nigga. That ain't what I'm here for. I ain't here to be liked. But at the same time, like, nigga, you know, I, I do enjoy who supports me. Like, you know, I do enjoy having good relationships with niggas, you know, chopping it up with motherfuckers. Like, nigga, I fuck with a lot of these podcasters. Like, tough, nigga. Like, I say it all the time, nigga. I enjoy you niggas' content. Like, you know, it's one of them things. Uh, I talked about it yesterday with the homie from the Cool Out Corner. Like, I've heard whack shows, but nobody who I fuck with got a whack show. Like, if, if you talk to me all the time on a regular basis, nine times out of ten, nigga, your show not whack. I listen to your shit. You know, like the people in the live, like unprofessional opinion, nigga. I, I listen to their podcast, nigga, husband and wife. Like, nigga, they funny as fuck. They do their shit. So problematic. Congratulations on y'all one year anniversary. Shout out to y'all if y'all still in here. Nigga, I listen to everybody fucking show, my nigga. Like, every, everybody whose show I listen to. But the thing is, like, a lot of the people who I have relationships with, who I have conversations with among the podcast community, a lot of them, they're consistent. They hard workers. You know, a, a lot of what introduced us is the fact that we all got a similar work ethic. We all have, um, you know, the drive to talk to other podcasters to try to network with other podcasters to try to, you know, borrow each other's fucking audience and share each other's audience. And we share each other's shows and shit. You know, we jump in each other live when motherfuckers go live. We jump in each other's zoom meetings and some more shit, you know, like that's the reason that a lot of us are doing well in this shit, you know, because we willing to put the fucking work in the reason that a lot of us know each other is because we putting the work in. You know, like it's a lot of podcasts right now that ain't doing shit because they not networking. You're not talking to other podcasters like shit. I think I was doing this shit like a smooth ass year before I even did a feature with anybody like nigga. I, I wasn't doing that shit like nigga. I had a lot of podcasts following me and I wasn't following their asses back like nigga because I was on some like nigga. If I don't listen to your shit, I don't support your shit. I don't care if you want to listen to my shit. That's cool. But I don't give a fuck, you know, and I had to get out of that. Like, nigga, at the end of the day, my nigga, like, you'll never get rich doing something on your own. 
Like it, it takes a team, my nigga. Like it takes alliances. It takes friendships. It takes relationships. That's what anything, any industry that you in, my nigga, like, you know, they always say it ain't what you know, it's who you know. Nigga, you can have the greatest podcast on the fucking planet, my nigga. But if that motherfucker's not heard by people, it don't fucking matter. If you not networking, nigga, your fucking talent don't matter. Like, you could be the greatest fucking podcaster, nigga. You could have million-dollar information, nigga. You can literally give out the winning lottery numbers every week, and ain't nobody going to hear that shit if you not networking, if you not fucking promoting, if you not putting yourself out there, my nigga. You know, so, like, that's a big fucking thing. Like, a lot of the podcasts who I fuck with, I enjoy their shit. Because of, you know, the level of passion that they have. The reason that we know each other is because we have a similar passion. We all willing to get out there and network, get out there and create relationships and talk to motherfuckers. You know, so I fuck with all you niggas, everybody that's in the motherfucking live, everybody who I, you know, we have conversations through DMs and comment sections and niggas be tagging each other and posting all that shit. Like I fuck with y'all. You know, but the thing is, there's a light and dark side to anything, especially that shit. You know, like, you know, things that happen amongst podcasters, you know, like I said, nigga, this shit is like fucking high school, dog. Like, and I've said, uh, you know, after about the age of like eight or nine, who you are when you get out of kindergarten is who you going to be when you grow up. Like, you might get more intelligent. You might get more mature. But if you was goofy, you're going to be goofy for life. If you was a weirdo, you're going to be a weirdo for life. Like, a lot of the person that you was when you graduated kindergarten, a lot of those traits you still have. You're just a little more mature with the motherfuckers. You got more money with the motherfuckers. You got more knowledge with the motherfuckers. But you still basically the same person. So, like, when people be saying, oh, this job is like high school. Every fucking place is like high school. Like, when you really think about that shit, like what me and DLP was talking about, like, nigga, a lot of the motherfuckers you talk to on this podcast shit, when you talk about, like, who likes who, who secretly don't like who, who openly don't like who, it's all high school shit. You know, it's all ego shit. Oh, I didn't like what that motherfucker said about me. Oh, I didn't like how that motherfucker came at me when they left that comment on my post. Oh, I don't like the caption that motherfucker put when they shared my fucking uh, my show. I didn't like this and I didn't like that. And a lot of people won't address a motherfucker straight up to their fucking face. Just like high school, nigga. Just like kids, nigga. Motherfuckers will dislike you in secret. Fake fucking promote your ass in public like. And it is what it is. Like I was telling DLP, nigga, like a lot of the problem with niggas in this podcast and shit is niggas be taking this shit too fucking serious. Like a big part of why I don't really have these political problems amongst other podcasters is because I don't give a fuck. I know what this shit is. Like I understand people, nigga. A, a lot of the reason that I get on this motherfucking show and give advice so freely, you know, I give advice you know, like I know what the fuck I'm talking about all the time, whether or not I actually do is because nigga, like y'all niggas see how I get down, my nigga. Like I don't have no fucking beefs with these niggas because if that was the case, I would address them personally about that shit. You know, I talk, I've talked about on this show in earlier episodes, my nigga, like don't never say nothing behind a nigga back that you afraid to say 
to the nigga face because nine times out of ten, the people who you talking behind his back to is going to tell him any motherfucking way. Like, nigga, a, a lot of your alliances in this podcast shit, a lot of your alliances at work, a lot of your alliances amongst your friend groups. It's a nigga that you talking to about a nigga that you don't like that's talking directly to that nigga that you don't like, whether or not he telling you that, you know, and that's the fucking thing with a lot of these alliances and allegiances and all of this shit. You know, you just got to be fucking intelligent. You know, you got to be strategic about your fucking alliances, my nigga. Like you got to understand these these things about motherfuckers who you fuck with. You know, like I tell motherfuckers, like just as far as like me and how I move as a person, I got people who I consider friends. I got niggas who I consider to be family that I'm not blood related to. But y'all don't really see me around a lot of niggas like I don't really fuck with niggas on a daily basis. Like I don't have niggas who I'm like tight with who you'll see me with all the time. I got niggas who I talk to on the phone. I got niggas who I talk to through DM. I got niggas I text with. I got niggas who I see in person. I got niggas who I ride motorcycles with. But I understand what it is amongst these niggas. Just like my podcast affiliates and fucking podcast friends and, you know, podcast associates and shit, colleagues and things of that nature. I know what it is, my nigga. And I tell these other niggas who I talk to when I'm playing mediator and they little beefs and shit, like, nigga, ain't none of us fucking friends. I done talked about this shit on a few episodes now. Nigga, this ain't friendship, my nigga. This is association, my nigga. We're colleagues, you know, but the thing is, like, the, these things keep coming up, and we all got platforms, my nigga, you know, so that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, we, we all talk. Our platform is talking, and something that really fucks me up, like, burns me up, like, turns me off and annoys me is when I hear a podcaster on his platform, wasting his energy talking about another fucking podcaster. Like, to me, that shit is so fucking weak, dog. Like, nigga, you, you not finna run into these niggas in person. These niggas don't affect your platform. These niggas don't affect your fucking bottom line. Like, nigga, I, I don't got time to dislike a nigga. I got niggas I don't agree with. I got niggas who I don't fuck with. I got niggas who do shit I'm not a fan of. I got niggas I don't like the way they motherfucking move. But, nigga, I don't... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, like, I don't be sitting up here like, oh, I don't like the way that nigga be talking. I'm not going to fuck with him. Nope, I don't give a fuck, dog. Like, nigga, if you don't like me, that's cool. If I don't agree with you, that's cool. Nigga, we ain't got to fucking agree all the goddamn time. Like, nigga, I tell motherfuckers all the time. Like, nigga, 
for a long time, I was a motherfucking Republican. And to this day, I'm still a fucking conservative fucking independent my nigga i'm not no motherfucking democrat a lot of black podcasters who i fuck with are democrats nigga i ain't with that bullshit i hate the democrat party on some real shit so if niggas really want to know about it niggas i say a lot of shit niggas don't agree with if you listen to me long enough i'm gonna say some shit you don't agree with and something that you know like I, i i'm a firm believer in my nigga if you can listen to a nigga talk for hours upon hours and hours upon hours and you you agree with everything he say Nigga, you probably a yes man. Like, I don't even think it's fucking possible to be sitting up there literally agreeing with everything a motherfucker say. That's bullshit. You know, like, nigga, I, I'm, I'm cool with niggas who I don't agree with. Nigga, like, everybody in this motherfucker, like I told y'all, I listen to all y'all shows, dog. I listen to podcasts a lot. You niggas will see me jumping y'all lives. I share y'all shit. A lot of the times when I share y'all shit, it's because I'm literally listening to it at the fucking moment. So, nigga, I be listening to y'all. Nigga, niggas say shit I don't agree with all the fucking time. Niggas who I, I fuck with heavy, like, oh, I love this nigga show. But that, that was some bullshit that nigga just said. Everybody. Nigga, me and Del P, we talk a lot, nigga. I tell them, nigga, it's a gang of shit, nigga, that you say I don't fucking agree with, nigga. And when we talk and we laugh about the shit that we don't fucking agree on. Like, it is what it is, my nigga. But I don't got to fucking agree with you to fuck with you. I ain't even got to like you to fuck with you, my nigga. Like, I've done shows with niggas who I'm not even going to say I don't like them because I don't know these niggas personally. Like, and that's the fucking thing. Like, how, how you dislike a nigga and you don't know him? Just because you don't agree with their fucking opinion or you don't agree with their fucking platform don't mean you got to dislike them, nigga. Like, it's a gang. And like, that. that's how I felt about fucking Donald Trump. Like, niggas literally hated Trump. Like, they wanted this nigga to get killed and shit. You know, like, before Trump was the president, a lot of people fucked with Donald Trump. Like, he was funny. He was a star, my nigga. Like, that you're fired shit, a lot of people liked that shit. But once he became the president, everybody hoped this nigga get fucking assassinated. He's a fucking racist and all this shit. That nigga was a racist the whole fucking time, even though he kicked it with rappers and shit, which he was kind of befuddled when he became president. And a lot of the rappers he got pictures with was shitting on him. Like they literally had a song called Fuck Donald Trump. He like, damn, nigga, we was partying two years ago. Nigga, how the fuck is fuck me now? Like, damn, ain't that a bitch? But that's how it is in this podcast shit. You know, like I was telling DLP, my nigga, and I hope you hear this shit because I'm saying his name a lot. But, um, you know, I was telling him, dog, like a, a lot of these niggas, it's like um, if you've ever watched like the show Survivor or like if you was like raised in the early 90s and you would watch shows like the, the real world road rules challenge and shit like that. You know, like a lot of what you've seen in those shows was like they would have like little teams and cliques. Where they would do little shit to help each other move up. You know, and that's the thing with these strategic alliances that I'm talking about. Like you align yourself with certain people that's doing certain things that help you to move forward. It is nothing wrong with that, my nigga. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have friendships that help you move forward. You're supposed to have relationships that help you move forward. But the thing is with all of these motherfucking relationships, dog. You got to know what the fuck they are. You got to understand what they are. You know, a lot of times 
When you watch these shows, it be the cutthroat motherfucker that end up winning the whole shit. Because they understand what the alliances is, my nigga. Once you get to a certain level and it becomes you versus them, I don't give a fuck how much y'all help each other. A motherfucker is always going to choose they self. Like, nigga, you got to keep that shit in mind at all times. When you having these allegiances, when you having these friendships and shit, nigga, you always got to keep your star player number one, my nigga. Like, it's cool to be like, oh, yeah, man, this motherfucker do my show all the time. This motherfucker help me all the time. This motherfucker always support my shit. This motherfucker always jump in my lives and do all that. Man, that shit cool, dog. But when it becomes a situation where... Uh, a sponsor is like, oh yeah, you know, um, we only have enough for for one show. Uh, you know, you or your homie, nigga, they gonna choose theyself every motherfucking time. So when you in this shit, like, you always gotta put yourself first, my nigga. You know, a lot of niggas make the mistakes of thinking like, just because you talk to a nigga a lot, like they they owe you some type of fucking loyalty, or you know, some type of, you know, like I don't know, my nigga. Like me, I understand what this shit is, my nigga. Like I ain't never met none of these niggas in this shit. Like the only podcasters that I know motherfucking personally are the niggas on Townhouse Media. The No Rules Podcast. Sports for You Podcast. You know, the super producer Ben Ready, who's on the No Rules Podcast, and CJ from the Cat vs. Dog Podcast, which I'm a part of. You know, like, I don't I don't know a lot of these niggas personally, like, especially if you not in L.A. Like, nigga, I fuck with, um, you know, as far as podcasters who I've met, you know, everybody on the fucking Good News Radio Network, big shout out to them. You know, especially the Get Right Radio Show, who I've been on, um, Never Not Extra, who, you know, someday I, I want to get on that show. You know, like, shit, Keith Good News, my nigga. I, I fuck with Keith Good News. He's an inspirational nigga. Keith Good News, that that motherfucker, that's that's one of them niggas that just make you feel good being around him. That's that nigga got good fucking energy, you know. So shout out to the whole Good News fucking uh, radio network, nigga. I fuck with all them niggas, man. But anyway, like outside of that, I'm just cool with niggas, and I tell the motherfuckers all the time, nigga. Like that's what we are. We just cool. Don't take it too personal, my nigga. None of this shit. Don't take none of this shit too personal. All these relationships, nigga. I might even meet some of you niggas in person. But we just cool, dog. Like, we we should never beef because you heard something on somebody's show. There should never be a beef with fucking podcasters. Like, even with coworkers, my nigga. Like, what you, you mad because, you know, a motherfucker, like, borrowed your fucking stapler or some shit? Like... The shit that we we really as human beings realize we be beefing over a lot of times be some petty shit. You know, it just be a nigga stepped on your motherfucking ego one time and now your little booty hurting because somebody did something that that inconvenienced you minorly. Like a lot of times niggas niggas be having real beefs over minor inconveniences and shit. Like I don't like your tone when you said that shit. A lot of times a nigga didn't even have um, ill intent when some shit got said. They just didn't really have the right tone when they said that shit. And now that shit fucked your feelings up. You know, that shit affected your fucking ego. You know, and, and one of my things, dog, 
you know, never allow your emotions to burn a bridge that you might need to cross one day. You know, that's the fucking thing. Like, you know, I've came in here, I don't know, probably like a couple months ago and I was talking about I had a real fucked up day at work. And it's like, nigga, no matter how fucked up my day is at work, I ain't going nowhere. So sitting here complaining and crying about this shit ain't going to fucking help. And that's how I feel about relationships with people. That's how I feel about alliances with people. There's people who've done things and said things that I didn't really agree with. I didn't really fuck with. I didn't really believe in. Like there's niggas who I do podcasts with who have made moves I really do not fuck with. I don't like it. I don't support that shit. But, nigga, we just podcasters. Nigga, we just doing podcasts. We just creating content. All right, nigga, let's create some motherfucking content. You know, especially because I can't be no more mad at you than the motherfucker who you did that shit to or who you said that shit to. If they not mad, I ain't motherfucking mad. So, you know, let's create this motherfucking content because at the end of the day, nigga, we all trying to get money. You know, we all trying to move forward. We all trying to grow our platform. We all got a motherfucking mission to accomplish, you know, so we got to accomplish the motherfucking mission, my nigga. Like, that's like, let's just say hypothetically, like you in the fucking army, you in a big ass platoon, right? And you find out, you know, uh, one of the niggas in your fucking platoon stole your boots. You know, y'all niggas is in the middle of a fucking shootout and you look down and you see your name written on one of that nigga boots. You going to stop shooting and fight this nigga cause his name on your fuck or cause your name on his boots or you going to keep on fucking shooting. Like nigga, you got a motherfucking mission to accomplish. You can't let some stupid shit fuck you up off your mission, you know? And then when I think about that fucking analogy, like that shit just kind of fucked me up and made me sad. Cause that shit make me think about black people. In general, like nigga, we be so quick to beef with each other and shit. And we got a real motherfucking enemy out there trying to kill us. And we busy as a motherfucker killing each other. Like nigga, we let minor disagreements amongst each other. Take our eyes off the real enemy all the motherfucking time. You know, and this is another thing when it comes to strategic allegiances, my nigga. Like, it's always good to be an ally with a motherfucker. You make way more money in peace than you make in beef. What's going on, Mr. Diamond, my nigga? But, you know, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, you you can't be stacking up motherfucking enemies. Nigga, you way better off with friends than you are with enemies. Even friends you don't agree with, my nigga. I got a lot of friends I don't fucking agree with. I've done shows with niggas who I don't really care for their platform. I don't care for what they talk about or what they say, but I'm better off with niggas than against niggas. Cause like, let's just put it this way. Like, let's just take that shit to hip hop music. You ain't got to like a nigga's songs to do a song with him. I'm sure rappers is doing that shit all the time. Like niggas, a lot of rappers. I hear them niggas on a song together and be like, this nigga can't fuck with this nigga. Like it's a lot of rappers who, who the fuck? I think it was like Talib Kweli did a feature with Lil B, the bass guy. It's like, how the fuck? How the fuck could you two niggas even meet each other? But it's allegiances, my nigga. Let me have my audience hear you on my shit and let me get a, a couple of motherfuckers out of your audience. And it worked. And shout out to my nigga Fat Beast, the motherfucking 
the motherfucker who did the beat for this motherfucking show. I almost called him a super producer, but that's been ready shit. But he is a super producer. If you need a beat for your motherfucking podcast, some fly player shit like I got, holla at my nigga Fat Beats, my nigga. Fat Beats does his shit, my nigga. P-H-A-T, beats with a Z underscore 3M, my nigga. That nigga's a cold motherfucking beast, my nigga. I knew the nigga since high school. But anyway, nigga, when it comes to these allegiances, dog, like you got to take your ego out of all that shit. That shit will take you a long way when you can just get your ego out of your fucking relationships with people. You know, whether that be friendships, you know, business situations, you know, just work, co-workers and things of that nature, nigga. Like, you can't be letting your ego fuck you up. You know, especially because everybody is not a good communicator. Especially like in this podcast shit. Yes, we talk all day, nigga. It's literally our job as podcasters to talk that don't make us good fucking communicators nigga i hear podcasters all the time that i could tell are terrible fucking communicators like nigga you can talk but there's a fucking difference between talking and communicating like it's good to be able to talk but a lot of motherfuckers can't understand a lot of motherfuckers can't comprehend I hear motherfuckers jump on these podcasts all motherfucking day. Speak very well. Articulate very well. And they don't know what the fuck they talking about. Sound good, but they don't know what the fuck they talking about. It's a lot of motherfuckers in this podcast game that be talking out they ass, out the side of they neck and some more shit. Niggas, motherfuckers don't always know what the fuck they talk about. Some of these, like, niggas, sometimes I get in this motherfucker and I might not know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm passionate. I might not know what the fuck I'm talking about, nigga, but hey, I feel like what I'm saying is some shit, so I'm going to say that shit. I'm sure there's somebody who don't agree with a lot of the shit that I say, even though a lot of motherfuckers won't say it to me. And like I said, nigga, it's so crazy how niggas are like that. Like when I hear podcasters with the podcast beef, like, oh, I don't fuck with homeboy. Oh, you... You be do. I heard you on the podcast with that nigga, man. I don't like that nigga energy. I don't give a fuck. I probably don't like the nigga energy neither, nigga. Like, so shit. Nigga, we doing content, dog. I'm trying to grow my motherfucking audience, nigga. They might hear me on his goofy ass show and be like, that's a real nigga. I'm going to go listen to him. So I'll, I'll do a show with, with a little bit of everybody, my nigga. Only motherfuckers I don't do shows with. Is motherfuckers who I don't have nothing to offer to their audience, honestly. Like, I can't get on a fucking cooking show because I don't cook. I can't get on, like, a, you know, a, a show about doing psychedelic drugs because I don't do drugs, my nigga. Like, it's a lot of shit that I might not partake in and I might not fuck with or agree with. So I might not do a show strictly based on that. But nine times out of ten, nigga, like, I'm, I'm versatile, my nigga. I could talk about anything. So that's the reason nine times out of ten, I don't turn down no shows. Only time I turn down shows is scheduling, you know, or like maybe I've burnt myself out that week or, you know, I've overdone my obligations. You know, that's when I'll be like, hey, nigga, I done, I done did four shows this week, dog. I ain't going to be able to fuck with you, you know, maybe a week or two from now while I do that shit. But for the most part, nigga, I'll do anybody's motherfucking podcast because I got something to offer, nigga. Especially, like I tell niggas, like comedy shows and shit. Nigga, I'll come outshine you real quick, nigga. Too much game, not no funny show. 
But everybody who fuck with me know, nigga, like when it comes to that to humor, I got a hell of a sense of humor, even though this is the face that I got at all times. Nigga, I be cracking jokes with a straight face, nigga. I keep that cool killer look. But at the same time, like, nigga, I got something to offer to a lot of motherfuckers. So that's the reason, like, I don't mind doing shows with a lot of people. A lot of people that some people might not want to align with, some people might not agree with. You might not fuck with them, but I fuck with them. I don't even, like, the same reason you don't fuck with that person, I don't like what they did either. But that's not going to stop me from doing content because at the end of the day, my nigga, this shit is like a fucking sandbox, nigga. Like, nigga, as long as you don't fuck with nothing that got to do with my shit, we good. Whatever you do over there in your personal life, whether I agree with it or not, that's your motherfucking business. Only thing I really ain't going to fuck with you on is if you a motherfucking snitch, a rapist, or you fuck with kids. Those things, I'm not fucking with, dog. A lot of other shit, you know, a lot of that goes up to personal interpretation on certain situations. Because, you know, like like we all know, nigga, the elephant in the room, my nigga, name not getting mentioned, but y'all niggas know what it is. You know, somebody did something to somebody that we all, you know, we all know. And it's like, I'm not going to be more mad at you than the person that you did that to. So that's the reason I'm not really finna be like, oh, I'm going to back up off you. Even though it was some sucker shit. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I told the person who did it, it was some sucker shit. Nigga, whether or not, you know, you know, motherfuckers justify themselves and things that they do. And it is what it is, my nigga. Like, you know, whatever. How you feel is how you feel. How I feel is how I feel. How everybody feel is how everybody feel. But again, this shit not going to make me stop fucking with a nigga until a nigga get on the stand and snitch on his homie or some shit. Or a nigga touch a little girl or some shit like that. Like certain shit, it, that shit put a stink on you that you can't get off you. Like a snitch jacket, you can't get that off you, my nigga. You know, because like I tell y'all, nigga, certain relationships, certain alliances, you don't want with motherfuckers because eventually their cancerous fucking behavior is going to reach you. Like snitches. I tell niggas, I can't fuck with a snitch because I don't want to get that nigga opportunity to fucking burn me. Like, a, you know, certain motherfuckers like thieves. I don't fuck with thieves. Because eventually, they gonna steal something from your ass. Once you give them the opportunity to steal, they gonna steal from you. If you fucking with a liar, once you give them the opportunity to lie, they gonna lie to you. You know, like certain shit you gotta watch. But again, with this podcast shit, nigga, you're, you're nowhere near me. So you can't do none of that shit. Like, I know niggas who be doing this podcast shit like, like thieves of content. Like, nigga, my first episode, literally, episode one of the Too Much Game podcast, my nigga called Politicking. I remember this shit like it was yesterday because I was, like, appalled and flattered at the same time. Like, I was like, wow, niggas doing this shit to a nigga with one episode? Like, I, I was chopping it up with this nigga in the DM. You know, like, the nigga heard episode one, like, man, I fuck with your show. 
yo, you know, your show is tight. I think this nigga probably had like nine or ten episodes or some shit. He was relatively new as well. But, um, you know, episode one, politicking. You know, I talked about how black people should be more savvy politically. Like, we should all pay more attention to politics. You know, instead of just voting Democrat, we need to look at what, you know, both parties have to offer and see which party has better things for us as people, as both black people and as persons individually. But, you know, in the episode, um, I forgot the lady name who was running, but she was talking about reparations. So I'm like, nigga, as far as the reparations conversation goes, I know the United States like to play broke when it comes to that shit. Them niggas like to play the, oh, well, who's going to get it? How much do we have to give? Oh, we don't have the money to do that. Like, they like to play broke when it comes to us. So something that I had suggested as far as, like, a reparation to black people was for them to not take taxes from black people. I was like, nigga, you know, if 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 you want to give us reparations, but you don't got no money to give us, just don't take none of our money. Let black people work tax free. That'd be the fucking reparation for black people. You know, we could put a fucking time limit on that bitch. But my thing is, nigga, y'all motherfuckers had us enslaved for 400 years. So let us be motherfucking tax free for 400 years. This nigga stole that whole point verbatim. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and and the way that he did it, it was smooth as fuck. Like, nigga, he did it the exact same way I did it. Because at the thing, at the thing, at the time was that it happened. I was like, um, just in the middle of, you know, like how I do this show. Like, if y'all see my notes. I write small talking points and then I just go. Whatever my talking point is, I just go. So the thing was, I didn't have tax free written. It literally came up as I was talking, you know, because I'm just like, you know, I'm talking about the the reparations. And my producer, the super producer being ready was like, yeah, you know, well, you know, what, what do you say to the people that say they don't have the money? So I'm just like, oh, yeah, tax free. Right. So like it just came to me. Nigga, the way that nigga did that shit was the exact same way. That nigga was like, yeah, you know, I've I've heard a lot of conversation about the, the reparations issue. And, you know, I try to think about what would be a good reparation. Um, You know what? I think being tax free. I'm like, hold on, nigga. You just heard my show, dog. This and, and, and it'd be funny, like cause some niggas like to try to use the oh, well, great minds think alike. No, no, nigga, bitch ass niggas steal. No motherfucking great minds, nigga. You a motherfucking thief, nigga. Nigga stole my whole fucking flow bar for bar, word for word. Nigga, like Soldier Boy said about Drake and shit. And sorry, I didn't I didn't see the versus battle, my nigga. I don't give a fuck about what Bow Wow or Soldier Boy got going on. So sorry, I missed the motherfucking battle. I can't comment on the shit. I heard Bow Wow won. I don't know, nigga. I just saw a clip of that nigga doing the fucking Harlem Shake. So far as I'm concerned, he lost. Nigga, fuck that, nigga. You you a grown-ass man, nigga. You don't do the, the fucking Harlem Shake on no stage, especially the way I seen him doing it, because he ain't even do like the, the fly Harlem Shake. That nigga did some like girly shit but 
it's Bow Wow. He's a fucking goofy. Like, Bow Wow was like one of my least favorite celebrities because, like, the the thing about being corny, the thing about being a fucking doofus, nigga, the ultimate way for you to be a fucking doofus, the, the ultimate way for you to be a fucking geek is to think you're cooler than you are. Like, I ride that line. Like, everybody who follow this show, everybody who know me and shit, like, niggas be like, Dolomite, like, the coolest nigga, like, he wears sunglasses and shades. And my thing is, what keeps me on the level of being cool and what people think is cool as far as, like, why they think I'm a cool nigga is because I'm vulnerable. Like, while you'll give me compliments on these motherfucking sunglasses and my cool demeanor and shit, I always give niggas the reason behind what makes me seem cool. Like, it's not like I'm, I'm so cool, nigga. I just move like this. No, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm a nerd like everybody else, motherfucker. I watch fucking anime and shit. Like, I watch One Punch Man and Naruto and shit. But, like, nigga, I wear sunglasses because when I first started the podcast, when I did my pilot episode, I had bags under my eyes because my work schedule fucked up. The reason I tell y'all niggas I can't never put y'all up on when I'm going to record my show is because my work schedule is fucking hectic, my nigga. Like, I I work around the fucking clock all seven days a week. I never know when I'm going to be free, so I just sneak in and do this bitch before I got to go to work. So, with that... Nigga, my eyes be puffy all the motherfucking time, nigga. So, like, I start wearing sunglasses, you know, to keep the light off my motherfucking eyes. And because my eyes just look puffy, my nigga. Like, it's it's not a good look, nigga, for me to come in here with this cool demeanor. But it's like I'm sleepy. I don't even want to appear like I'm coming in this bitch on some, uh, let me just do this show real quick. Because I'm passionate about this shit, my nigga. Like, you know, I want to do this. So... I want to give the effect of, you know, nigga, I mean, give you niggas this game. I'm coming to my fucking look cool. But the sunglasses, nigga, that shit was a, 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 a fucking product of my job and my schedule more than me trying to look cool. Nigga, I don't even wear sunglasses on some real shit. Like, nigga, it'd be a sunny, hot ass day in Southern California. It's 90 degrees. The sun beaming. I don't even wear sunglasses outside. I literally only wear the motherfuckers on the show. Today is probably my first episode wearing like completely clear frames because I was listening to E-40, nigga. You know, I was on on my E-40 shit today. That's the mood I was in. You know, I was going to give a game-heavy show. So I'm like, nigga, let me put my 40 frames on, nigga, because I'm finna get these niggas, you know, that, that, that motherfucking ism today. You know, but back to the motherfucking subject at hand, nigga. Like, you know, like I said, nigga, you got to, be aware of the motherfuckers who you align yourself with. Like, especially like some of those people who are too friendly when it come to business, you know, like you, you got some of these motherfuckers that's like too willing to be your friend, you know, motherfuckers who, who, who too much on that. They trying to help you shit. Like I always tell niggas, whenever somebody is coming at me, like they trying to help me. I always ask them, how are they helping themselves with this shit? Because that be the thing with a lot of motherfuckers who call themselves helpful, my nigga. Everybody in any fucking walk of life, any business relationship, any friendship, nigga, they are looking out for their star fucking player. 
They are looking out for number one. They looking out for them. Ain't nobody you going to meet in this bitch other than your fucking parents out here to help you more than they looking to help themselves. So whenever somebody hit me like, oh, man, I got a business opportunity, it could really be helpful for you. How is it going to be helpful for you, nigga? Just let's let's just cut the bullshit out the way, my nigga. What is it going to do to help you? Like a lot of us podcasters, nigga. Oh, man, get on my show. We know how it's going to help us, nigga. Your audience going to come. You going to promote because you own this motherfucker. So that's going to help you. And that's going to help me because we merge in our audiences. It's common sense with podcasters. But like I be having a lot of motherfuckers hit me up on all type of shit. And it's always okay, nigga. So how's this going to help you, dog? You know, and that's the thing. Like I keep telling motherfuckers just about business, relationships, friendships and all this shit, my nigga. Like you always got to keep in mind. That everybody looking out for them. This is why I stay ego free in all my relationships. This is how I stay ego free in all my fucking friendships. Because I understand what everybody is in the game for. Everybody is playing to win. Even if it means you have to lose. So you keep that in mind in the situation where it's you or them. Because nigga, if you don't choose you, they not going to choose you neither. Nigga, you always got to keep your motherfucking self, no matter uno, and all this shit, dog. You know, like, it is what it is. You never put a fucking associate above yourself, my nigga. You always got to remain selfish in business, period. I know how fucked up it sound, you know, just to hear the term selfish, being selfish, but you got to be selfish, my nigga. If you not selfish, you you going to be fucked up. When it come to business... Everybody is selfish. There, There's no business that makes money from giving away more money than they make. It, it just don't work like that in life in general, my nigga. Like, you never stop your shit for nobody else's shit. Like, I hate when I hear people talk about athletes and they be like, oh, if, if he take a pay cut, he'd, he'd be on a winning team. Nigga, the only team I want winning is my family. Nigga, when LeBron James go home, you think that nigga think about the motherfucking Lakers? Nigga, when when fucking Giannis Antetokounmpo go home, you think that nigga think about the fucking Bucks? Hell no, nigga. Nigga, your bills and rent ain't paid by no motherfucking championship ring. You know, like I get it because us as sports fans, we want to see players out there giving it their all and you know, doing crazy shit in order for the fucking team to win because we want to see our team win championships so we can go to work and talk shit in front of the water cooler about how our team is the best and all that shit. Nigga, at the end of the day, dog, it's the game of life. Fuck that court. Fuck that field. Fuck that diamond. Fuck that hockey rink and all them up. Nigga, the only fucking arena that matters is your motherfucking household, dog. You know, whenever niggas be saying that shit like, oh, I just wish this player would have took a pay cut so he could have got some better pieces around him. Nigga, would you do that shit at your job? Like, nigga, if your boss was like, hey, man, we, we got to hire three new employees. But in order for us to do that, you got to take a two dollar an hour pay cut. Uh, could could you do that? We're, we're trying to improve the the company. Are you are, are are you willing to take a fucking pay cut to get some better 
fucking employees in this bitch. No, motherfucker. Like, nigga, all you gonna hear when a nigga ask you that shit is. Nigga, ain't nobody trying to hear that bullshit, nigga. Ain't none of you niggas gonna take no fucking pay cut to improve your motherfucking company. So why do you want a fucking athlete to take a pay cut in order to help his? That's just like with all your relationships in life, my nigga. Ain't nobody taking a short for you, my nigga. Like, the reason I gave Bobby Schmurter so much fucking props was because that motherfucker took an extra two years so Rowdy Rebel could get two years cut off his sins. That is some real nigga shit. That is some fucking rare shit, my nigga. Like, a lot of niggas is not doing that, dog. A lot of your friends, a lot of your day ones, a lot of your niggas who dick you be sucking all the time is not going to do that shit, my nigga. Like, and, and I tell motherfuckers, like, I don't think Rowdy Rebel could have banked on that shit. Like, nigga, you, you can't think that all these niggas you fuck with would do some real shit like that. Nigga, I see it all the fucking time. Like, a big part of why y'all don't see me around niggas. A lot of time, the reason I don't fucking take pictures with niggas, I don't be sitting there shouting niggas out on Instagram all day and dick sucking niggas. It's because I know, nigga, everybody not built like that, dog. You know, like, if you, in your own heart, you know you a real nigga, like, you know, I, I, Uncle Dolomite, I am a real nigga. Nigga, you know how many times motherfuckers showed me they wasn't my nigga? Niggas who I was tight with. Niggas who I was best fucking friends with. Niggas who I kicked it with every day, my nigga. They showed me, my nigga, everybody is not made out of the same shit. Everybody is not as real as you are, my nigga. Everybody's not going to react the same as you are, my nigga. Like, if you a motherfucker of principles, morals, integrity, character, everybody ain't fucking built out of that shit, my nigga. That's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like they say, nigga, a, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link, my nigga. Every fucking link in every fucking chain ain't got the same strength. You got to keep that shit in mind, dog. Like, that's the reason I don't be around niggas like that. Because I done had too many niggas show me that they not like that. You know, if you listen to this show a lot, you hear me talk about my friendships and why I've known certain niggas for years, multiple years. And I don't call them my friend because we haven't done anything to prove our friendship. And it's nothing wrong with that. You know, like I said, nigga, don't get offended by nothing that I say when it comes to friendships and shit like that. Because with me, it's it's ego free. It ain't fucking personal. It's just real fucking shit. Nigga, if, if you my friend, that's dope. It's a compliment. If you not my friend, that don't make it any less dope because that's not really cutting out your platinum privileges and shit. Like, nigga, as long as you ain't crossed me, you got action at me. Like, if you ain't ever done no bullshit to me, even if I don't consider you a friend, if you like, hey, um, you know, I'm over here. In your town, you know, I'm 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 like 30 miles away. I got a flat. Could you come pick me up? I'm not gonna say, nigga, you ain't my friend and hang up. No, nigga, I'm gonna come get you. Long as you ain't did no bullshit to me, yeah, I'll come get you. You know, so like there's a lot of motherfuckers that consider me to be they friend. Like, oh man, Dola, that nigga my best friend. Nigga, I'd have been a best man in four 
Weddings? Yeah, I've been the best man at four weddings, my nigga. That means four niggas consider me their best fucking friend. You can only have one best friend, my nigga. So even though I'm a best friend to multiple people, I only have one best friend. And the funny thing about my best friend, nigga, we never see each other. We never fucking speak. And speaking of the motherfucking devil, DLP, nigga, you're going to have to run this episode back, nigga. It's your shit. I, I was talking about you this whole motherfucking time. But, like, as far as, like, my best friend, my nigga, I never see my best friend. I never talk to my best friend, nigga. I probably haven't seen my best friend in person in, like, probably, like, two or three months, my nigga. Like, I never see this nigga. We rarely speak, but he my best friend, nigga. That nigga's like my fucking brother, my nigga. And that's the fucking thing when it comes to relationships, friendships, alliances, and all that shit, my nigga. It ain't even about the the time you you known a motherfucker. It's about what you've proven to each other, what you've shown each other. Like, that's what real friendship is. That's a real fucking alliance is, nigga. Like, I've known niggas since we was literally babies, dog. Like, nigga, our parents was fucking close friends. Nigga, our grandparents played cards and shit together. And I don't consider them motherfuckers friends. And I knew them my whole life, my nigga. But this nigga, I met this nigga in... 98 99 and he's like my brother my nigga he's like family but that's because nigga we've been through shit my nigga when i didn't have nowhere to stay that nigga gave me somewhere to stay like nigga real nigga shit that's why that's my best friend that's why i consider that nigga my motherfucking brother like it ain't about oh i knew this nigga for all these years nigga i know niggas who known niggas since they was motherfucking babies, my nigga, and that same nigga that you knew forever snitched on you and put your ass in prison or got you killed. Nigga, time don't make friendship, my nigga. Doing real shit make friendship, my nigga. Going through real shit make friendship, nigga. It ain't about that bullshit, my nigga. But again, you got to keep your ego out of all of it. You know, friendships a lot of times, yeah, you know, because a lot of times, like, when you got a real friend, friend, that's an emotional connection. So, you know, I get it. Just like with, like, marriages and, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend shit, you know, that's all, that's all the type of shit that's, like, emotional connections. But when it comes to business, ain't no friends in this shit. Nigga, motherfuckers is associates. Motherfuckers is colleagues, dog. So that is what that is, my nigga. Like, don't ever take this shit personal because it ain't. We all in this motherfucker trying to get money. We all trying to grow grow our motherfucking platform. Like, we all trying to move what we got going on forward. So, nigga, don't allow something a nigga say to fuck your shit up. Nigga, don't allow the way a motherfucker move stop you from making some money. Like, a lot of times, nigga, a lot of the best shit I've learned I've learned from motherfuckers who I don't really fuck with. Motherfuckers who I don't really agree with. Like, the reason that I became a fucking Republican was because I had accidentally listened to some fucking Rush Limbaugh show in a truck. Like, as a truck driver, I was borrowing one of my co-workers' trucks. And he's, you know, one of them staunch Republicans, my nigga. So he had fucking Rush Limbaugh on. That motherfucker was making a lot of fucking sense. Even though I agree that he is a racist piece of shit, the nigga was making sense. 
I started doing some research and I was like, damn, nigga, I don't think I'm even a Democrat because, you know, growing up as black people, our parents are Democrats. So we just decide we Democrats, too. Nigga, I, I listened to this motherfucking show and was like, damn, I agree with everything he's saying, you know, and then I'm listening to what the Democrats are saying. I'm like, you know what? I don't agree with these niggas are saying. So I became a Republican. Nigga, I was a Republican for like, I don't know, like eight, nine years before I went independent because, you know, like niggas always say, I'm a free thinker. No, you're not. If you are part of a political party, you're not a fucking free thinker, my nigga. You a fucking, you a fucking sheep at the end of the fucking day. That's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, you can't be a free thinker and a Democrat. You can't be a free thinker and just pro-life or pro-fucking abortion or like, nigga, a free thinker is just a fucking free thinker. You can't put a label on a fucking free thinker. That's fucking stupid, my nigga. That's like saying I'm a, a, a fucking free animal, but I got a leash on. Like, nigga, it's some shit I fuck with on this side. It's some shit I fuck with on that side. That's why I'm not a fucking Republican. I'm a fucking conservative independent. I got some conservative views, but I'm independent. I don't just go with whatever the fucking Republicans got going on, my nigga. I don't just vote for Republicans because they fucking Republicans. Nigga, that's how we end up with fucked up, stupid ass candidates like Joe Biden. Because you niggas was like, oh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. That nigga told black people to kiss his motherfucking ass six ways from Sunday. But you niggas went and rushed and voted for his ass because you were scared of Trump. Because you were scared of them niggas with them red baseball caps on. That shit's so fucking sad to me. Like, every time I think about it, I just get sad. Like, you niggas be so tough when it come to other niggas. Niggas will shoot up a whole party because a nigga stepped on his Jordans. But you were scared of Trump winning because a white boy with a red baseball cap. If I'm lying, stop me. Nigga, like at at some point, I'm going to do a live about this shit. You know, because I've been going live on Instagram a lot. You know, follow me on Instagram at Uncle Dolomite. You know, I'll let anybody in that motherfucking live, whether you agree or disagree, whether I fuck with you or not, hop in, nigga, we could chop it up. Cause at the end of the day, this shit is all conversation. Just like this whole podcast shit, nigga, this shit is all conversation. We all just a bunch of motherfuckers talking in the microphones. So nobody should take this motherfucking shit serious, my nigga. You know, like if y'all fucking read the 48 laws of power, you know, law number two. Which shows you how important it is. It's the second one, my nigga. Never put too much trust in friends. Learn how to use enemies. Nigga, that's basically everything that I've been talking about today, my nigga. You know, and a little bit deeper into that shit, it's like, be wary of friends. They'll betray you more quickly for they are aroused by envy or aroused to envy. They also become spoiled and tyrannical, but hire a form... What? But hire a former enemy and he will become more loyal than a friend. Nigga, it's all in the fucking 48 laws of power, dog. If you want to hear from somebody that ain't me and shit, you know, because he has more to prove. In fact, if you have more to, in fact, you have more to fear from friends than from enemies. If you have no enemies, find a way to make them.
I ain't agreeing with that shit. I don't know about that making enemies bullshit. I don't, I don't get cracking with that. But the only part of that statement that I do understand as far as making enemies is if you keep it real long enough, there's going to be somebody who don't agree with you. There's going to be somebody who don't like you. If you authentically yourself at all times, especially when people fuck with you, it's going to be a lot of motherfuckers that don't like you. So you're going to make enemies as long as you succeed. So, you know, that's the only part of that statement I could fucking agree with. Friends often conceal things in order to avoid conflict. This could be dangerous. That is true. Keep friends for friendship, but work with the skilled and competent. That's that's jewelry right there. Nigga, let me go ahead and read that shit again. Keep friends for friendship, my nigga. But work with the skilled and competent. Nigga. Your friends, friends... It's just niggas who you fuck with, niggas who you have drinks with, niggas who you smoke weed with, niggas who you chase bitches with, niggas who you play video games with, niggas who sit on your motherfucking couch. Those are your friends. Work with the skilled and competent. Meaning the niggas who you work with, like the niggas who you get money with, the niggas who you fuck with when it come to business, ain't got shit to do with whether you like them or not, my nigga. They are skilled. They are competent. Them motherfuckers know how to get business done. Them motherfuckers have relationships. Them motherfuckers can help you move forward. Your friends is just niggas you fuck with, dawg. I talked about that shit probably like nigga the last like four or five episodes at some point. My nigga like, don't ever let the two mix. Because friendship is always involved in ego and emotion. And those are two big fucking disadvantages in business. Nigga, the next line, whenever you can, bury the hatchet with an enemy and make a point of putting him in your service. Nigga, the 48 laws of power, nigga, this shit is some, it, this shit is some ice jewelry, dog. Like the thing about the 48 laws of power, like a lot of it I don't agree with because a lot of it is about deception and things of that nature, shit that I don't really fuck with, shit that I don't agree with. But all great fortunes were built on deception, my nigga, like. It, the, the book tells no lies just because, like I said, just because I don't agree with that shit don't mean I don't take jewelry from that shit. Just like the fucking Bible. I'm not a fucking Christian, but you niggas hear me quote the Bible on this motherfucker all the fucking time because I've read it. You know, that's the thing, my nigga, whether or not I agree with something don't mean I can't take nothing from it. Like, that's one of the big takeaways from this motherfucking episode, nigga, whether or not you agree with a person, whether or not you, uh, you know, you like how they get down. Whether or not you align with what they views are don't mean you can't learn nothing from them. Don't mean you can't gain nothing from having a relationship with them. You know, like motherfuckers have asked me about certain people who they see me moving and grooving with. Motherfuckers who they see me getting money with. Motherfuckers who they see me doing business with. I don't agree with everything this motherfucker say. I just agree with the fact that me and this motherfucker's relationship is going to be conducive to me moving forward. So that's the reason that I fuck with certain motherfuckers. Whether or not I fuck with them, nigga, it's about fucking me moving forward. My nigga, I'm looking out for my motherfucking family. So whether or not I like this nigga is irrelevant. Next line. Use enemies to define your cause more clearly to the public. 
even framing it as a struggle of good versus evil. That right there, like I said, nigga, that's that deception shit. So even when you fucking with a motherfucker who people might think is your enemy, you using them as a, like, put it this way, my nigga, like, they're not your real enemy. It just looked like your enemy. Even at one point, if it was your enemy, you are using your relationship with them to the public as a friend versus enemy situation. So to them, it looked like y'all beefing when really y'all working together, which is something that I really think Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather did. Them motherfuckers was cool the whole time, shaking hands behind everybody back and making it look like they was beefing so motherfuckers could pay to see them niggas fight. Even though the whole time, nigga, they was fleecing everybody. You know, it was some game. You know, next line. It's better off to know who and where your opponents are than to not know where your real enemies lie. You know, and it's almost self-explanatory, my nigga. And this is what it is with your quote-unquote friends. You know, a lot of motherfuckers think they got friends and these motherfuckers are secretly your motherfucking enemies, dog. A lot of these motherfuckers secretly don't fuck with you at all. A lot of these motherfuckers acting like they like you, but they really don't. You know, so when it comes to business, like, nigga, you got to stay away from that shit, dog. Like, you got to stop allowing quote unquote friends to be in your motherfucking business because that shit don't fucking mix. That shit is like oil and water. You know, it's like what fucking Biggie said, blood and money don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Like, nigga, you don't want your ego. You don't want your emotion to fuck you up in business because, nigga, emotion is like the biggest fucking disadvantage when it comes to business. That's the reason, like, you know, like I said, with Donald Trump, my nigga, like, it's a book called Trump Style Negotiations where he talk about, like, nigga, you don't allow motherfuckers to be too friendly and handshakey with you, my nigga. Like, we could be friends after we finish this motherfucking business deal, nigga. We can have drinks after we finish this motherfucking business deal. I don't want to be your motherfucking friend because I know at the end of the day, you trying to stab me and I'm trying to stab you. So, nigga, let's get this motherfucking shit out the way. Then we can drink scotch. Then we can watch TV. Then we can laugh and giggle and do all that shit. But right now, nigga, we're opponents. And that's how it is, my nigga. Like, this is how you got to treat motherfuckers when it comes to this business shit, my nigga. Like, with this podcast shit, nigga, I laugh and kick it with you niggas all day, nigga. I fucking make videos with you niggas, nigga. We can do shows together and all that shit. But I understand what it is, dog. You know, and I tell motherfuckers, understand what it is with me, my nigga. And I say, don't take it personal because it ain't, my nigga. We just colleagues, nigga. Let's just be good fucking colleagues. I help you. You help me. And that's the fuck it, my nigga. Like, don't don't take it too deep because ain't nobody trying to kill nobody. Ain't nobody trying to stop nobody from doing a damn thing, my nigga. We just colleagues, dog. You know, so think I think that might be it, my nigga. I think I got it all out the way, nigga. Just, you know, don't allow friends and business to mix, my nigga. Don't allow your ego to burn a fucking bridge that you might need to cross one day. You know, don't be afraid to work with certain motherfuckers just because you don't agree with them, my nigga. Because if you take your ego out of a fucking disagreement, you can move very far in life, my nigga. Like, you know, a, a lot of the, the shit that you need to get ahead in life is on the other side of your ego. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. 
This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the Boom Boom Room once again. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town e house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts, sports for you podcast Tuesdays, live at 6 p.m., live on Facebook and um, YouTube with fucking Mark John Watson and Nick Motherfucking Freeze. The No Rules Podcast Wednesday evenings Live at 6pm Also Facebook and YouTube Nigga Pacific Time Nigga check out them motherfuckers The Cat vs Dog Podcast Sundays 3pm Pacific Time Live at 5 Houston Time With myself Uncle Dolomite And my co-host Chelsea Perry The fucking celebrity Of Townhouse Media You know Follow me on motherfucking Instagram and Twitter At Uncle Dolomite And at Too Much Game Podcast on Twitter is too much game pod, but on Instagram is too much game podcast. I go live all the motherfucking time, nigga. So check all that shit out. Um, what else, nigga? Cash at me, bitch. Cash at Uncle Dolomite, motherfucker. Um, fuck it, nigga. Like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. All that good old shit. I probably go live in a minute. Cause I ain't got shit cracking, nigga. So jump on motherfucking Instagram. I'll be live shortly, my nigga. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.